Australia come back. Here it is for Johnny. Has he done it? He sure has. Heartbreaker for the Wallabies. Manchester City is still alive here. Balotelli. Aguero. What's the score with Aaron and Isaac? Hello and welcome to episode 40 of What's the Score with Aaron and Isaac. And after a week of exams, interviews and plenty of tennis action, Aaron and Isaac join you in a bit of a sombre mood. Um, we're, we're all tired here, but it's Thursday afternoon, meaning it's almost the weekend and it's time to party. Hello, Aaron. Welcome to the show. Hello. Um well, firstly, very nice professional intro. It sounded like people actually care about podcasting. Well, you know. No, <laughs> no. Um, why, why, why the poshness suddenly? Why not? A bit of a change for you, isn't it? I've, uh, I've got my uh, Liverpool shirt on, ready for the second leg of the Carabao Cup this evening. Yeah, they, yeah. This second leg, I don't think they're going to go well. Well, we'll wait and see. But let's start off with the news, and we'll decide later if it's good news or not. Um, Saudi Arabian club Al Nasser have offered to sign Arsenal striker Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang on loan until the end of the season. Sky Sports News reported earlier this month Arsenal would consider offers this month for their former skipper, who was stripped of the Arsenal captaincy in December after disciplinary breach. Reports have suggested Al Nasser's loan offer includes an obligation to buy. Um, it would be interesting. It doesn't seem like Aubameyang is going to play for the, much of the season, so he may as well go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, um, I think Arsenal just want rid of him. They said, yeah. right, who who's desperate enough to want Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang? Right, Saudi honest, Arabia! If he goes to Saudi Arabia, he will never be heard of again. That's just because they don't cover anything over there. So Yeah, yeah. It, it will be interesting, to say the least. Pierre-Emerick, bugger off, will you? Anyway, just told a very good footballer to bugger off. Is that bad? Yes. Okay. Uh, Formula One may have to abandon plans to save sprint events this season due to an ongoing standoff over costs, with teams set for a crucial vote on the format appearing on the schedule. F1, encouraged by the Silverstone, Monza and Interlagos experiments from last year, had wanted to double the amount of Saturday sprint races from there to from three to six in 2022, increasing the action over a Grand Prix weekend. But their plans are yet to be approved, and the teams they need approval from are still locked in a dispute over money, which, quite as we know, in Formula One is all everything comes down to. Uh, from what I understand, they are all the teams are in half and just want more money to be added to the 145 million they already can spend. Um, yeah, I don't think they're going to get it. I, so. No more sprint races. Sorry, fans. We don't care. We just want our money. Yep. I mean, that's um, not wrong, is it? No. And I think they worked reasonably well, the sprint races. And I guess it would be nice to see a few more. But yeah, I don't. I wouldn't be upset if there wasn't any, I think. No. Um, because, quite frankly, I I like a, the boring Friday bit. I like watching that. Because you just get David Cross in a room chatting rubbish. For yeah. Hours. It's lovely. Arsenal news now. The FA is aware of allegations that a yellow card received by an Arsenal player in a Premier League fixture this season raised concerns around suspicious betting patterns. In response to a story published by The Athletic, an FA spokesperson said the FA is aware of the matter in question and is looking into it. 
Uh, Arsenal declined to comment on the story when contacted. The Athletic story reports bookmakers alerted the FA uh, to an unusual amount of money placed on an Ars- the Arsenal player being shown a re- yellow card during a Premier League game this season. Now, uh, was quite a big thing, this sort of stuff in the 1980s. Uh, it was outlawed because, quite frankly, you could make millions if you were a footballer. Um, and... If someone has done it, it is against the law and they're going to be in prison. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's a bit interesting. It's just a bit of a different story, we thought. Um, but yeah, it's a bit odd. Why Why would you do that when you get paid so much for being a footballer anyway? Um, anyway. Because, yeah, well, I think we can take it from the uh, the uh, F1 team. They want more money. To yeah, be everyone quite just fair. wants money. Yeah. Okay. Right. So. Isaac now has some Melbourne news in the shape of the Australian Open. Over to you. Yes, uh, Britain's Dan Evans is through to the third round of the Australian Open after his uh, opponent withdrew, um, and so it, Dan Evans is actually the only British person left after Heather Watson lost and Andy Murray lost as well uh, in three sets, straight sets to um, Japanese. Daniel um, Emma Raducanu also lost um, in it was 2-1 in set but she said it was because of a hand blister um, and her her team advised her not to play but she did um, so yeah Heather Watson Emma Raducanu and Andy Murray all out so it's it relies on Dan Evans basically to do well for for the Brits um, in the men's singles other notable mentions Boy, Marin Cilic made it through just about um, in the fourth set. So uh, he, he's a big name that has gone through there. Um, other news, uh, Daniel Medvedev beat Nick Kyrgios in a thrilling four-set game. Um, it was it was a close one. Nick Kyrgios, the Australian legend, um, we all like him. And obviously in on his home turf, but he, he lost to Medvedev in the end there. Um, and yesterday, Zverev won, so that's another big name through. And uh, Nadal cruised through in three sets as well. So all of the big names, apart from Andy Murray, made it through in the yeah. men's. Uh, the women's singles, obviously Emma Raducanu, we've mentioned, Heather Watson, we have mentioned. Uh, Simona Halep, big name, straight sets as well, 6-2-6-0, she won there, um, through to the next round. Sabalenka, another big name as well, uh, made, it, uh, made it through as well. And uh, Muguruza, the Spanish uh, lady, didn't make it through. She lost in straight sets. Um, so I thought that was worth a mention. And yesterday as well on the woman, Naomi Osaka, uh, the reigning champion in the women's uh, Australian Open, cruised through in straight sets as well. So, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to the next round, um, which and it will keep coming. The Australian Open will keep coming. So there you go. That's your latest. Okay, thank you very much, Isaac, for some clacker of Australian Open news. And that is all of our news. Absolutely. Okay, the news is over, but we've still got a little bit more news because the Six Nations squads have been announced. Very exciting well, moment hey! for the rugby <laughs> world. Um, well, let's start with England, shall we? Because we're English, yeah, let's start right. with England. <laughs> yeah. The England squad. I mean, that's that, that yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'm I'm very happy with it. I'm very happy with the England squad. Um, there is six players uncapped, six uncapped England players um, in the team. Uh, what are it, their chances of actually getting a go? 
well, that's no, no, not much. <laughs> okay, um, right. Yeah, no, well, we will see. But uh, one to mention, I think, um, uncapped player is Orlando Bailey. Keep an eye out for him in the coming years. He will be an absolute star. When he was 15, he played at Twickenham um, for his school and he absolutely demolished the place. Um, they do All schools right. tournaments and they, the, the finals at Twickenham, I think. Um, but yes, uh, notable mentions then. Alfie Barbary, the Wasps player, made it into the squad. Um, Tom Curry, Luke Cowandicki. Um, have made it through as well, the usuals. However, Alex Dombrandt and Sam yeah. Simmons, they Yay. finally in the England squad. I know they've been picked once before recently. And the big one, ladies and gents, Joe Marler's back in the England squad. Yay. Let's go. We, we love to, to see it. Time to inappropriately touch a man's private area. Well, Alan Wynne Jones isn't in it this year, so. <laughs> you have to well, pick someone else. you know. Um, Charlie Yule's. Yes, and yes, uh, for the backs, Marcus Smith, ladies and gents, the man, the myth, the legend. And Harry Randall um, is in at nine. He plays for Bristol, very good player there. Ollie Hassel Collins, the London Irish winger, very good player, finally in the England team. Um, I'm I'm just happy that London Irish have someone in the team. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, uh, Owen Farrell's still there. He will be captaining the side. No George Ford, though, unfortunately. That's, That's what Eddie has missed out. But Eddie has left out both the Vonapola twins and Elliot Daly, which I think is a good move. Both of those should have been left out, and they have done. Um, so very good stuff. I think, yes. Oh, Owen Farrell is there for, you know, reasons. Yeah, I said that. Oh, uh, okay, moving on to the Welshies. Um, now, but the first thing I will mention is, when I look at the forward pack of the Welshies, there is, uh, they've got Reese Kerr, Wynne Jones, Gareth Thomas... Adam Beard, Thomas Francis, Aaron Wainwright, Ross Moriarty. They're the Welsh players I know. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many others in there I've never heard of. <laughs> That's just the forwards. Alan Wynne-Jones is injured, so he is not in the squad. Um, he hasn't retired yet, but he probably should have. Uh, for the backs, uh, there's... Yeah, Lewis Rees-Summit back in the squad. Josh Adams as well. Dan Bigger will be captain. That's probably the big news for the Welshies. Um, not too much more to say, really, on that. Liam Williams as well back in. Uh, on the Scots, we've got uh, a notable mention for the Scots, I think, is Rufus McLean. Now, I've seen him play a few times. Um, he is an absolute speedboat of a man. Um, he's rapid. Um, so I think he'll be tearing up the wings uh, for sure. Stuart Hogg, captain like usual. Uh, Ali Price at nine. Finn Russell back in the squad. I don't know how many times he will play, but we'll see. Um, for the forwards... Uh, just the usuals for Scotland. Johnny Gray, Hamish Watson and the Fagerson brothers. Um, all good stuff for the Scottish. They've got very strong sides. So I think, again, they'll have a, yeah, a good I'm team. Yeah, I'm just happy with the Scottish side because it means my fan- I don't have to do extra thinking with my fantasy team because I normally put Hogg, Van der Merwe, Van der Merwe and Rory Sutherland in. So um, my, my fantasy team does not take a hit. I'm fine. Okay, um, and obviously the French team. We're, we're not going to talk too much about the French team, but uh, it's a good team, and I, I, I hope they do well this year. But I don't want them to win, obviously. Um, but let's talk a bit about the Irish team again. Not too much to mention. Ireland, exactly. Bundyaki in the squad, uh, along with Keith Earls, who hasn't uh, played for a while, uh, and Johnny Sexton is there as well as captain. So uh, the usual stuff there, pretty much. Um, and again, with the forwards, Ian Henderson, Sean Healy, um, all of the usuals. So, yeah, 
Ireland looking strong. The main thing for England really is we have to win, and Sam Simmons is there. So, but well, I I I'd, I'd just add an addendum to the we have to win. Some against someone who isn't Italy. We have to win, otherwise Eddie Do- Jones's job is on the line. Yeah, um, and just a general question: How do you say Furlong's name for Ireland? Tig Furlong. The Tig. Thank you. He's Thank Irish. You. Right. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you know what? Can't take you quickly. Oh no way. Okay. Well, while I was speaking about rugby, I thought it was pertinent. What percentage of eleven to fifteen-year-olds play rugby in England? Oh, good question. Uh, a lot. No, it can't be. It won't be more than twenty. I'll say eighteen percent. Fourteen point six. So okay. I'll give you fifteen. So okay. not not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. And because I expected it's quite it to be a, more. Yeah, because it's quite a small percentage. That means I'm I I've I've I'm in the jackpot because I'm I'm friends with four people who like rugby. Yeah. <laughs> so you're you're that one guy who doesn't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> who doesn't play it? Um, I'm in the majority, so I'm right. Right there. Yeah, I, I guess in that case you are you are fair enough. Yeah. Okay, now it's time to move on to our big segment. Aaron, what is it? It is time for us to see Novak Djokovic and go, what are you doing here? (laughs) Because the umpire's just said, game, set, and match! All you have to do is guess the sporting moment. Sounds easy, there must be a catch. You will get three clues and then you start a guessing. An absolute banger of a jingle. 40 times we've heard that now. Lovely <laughs> stuff. Okay. And, does it, uh, does, will it ever get old? Will it ever no. get old? Uh, obviously, if you are unaware, because no, we did mention it in last week's episode, uh, Novak Djokovic has been deported. Um, he hey! didn't get to play in the Australian Open, which I guess was a bit of a surprise in a way, but also was probably the right decision. Yes, game set of match time then. Uh, we've got three clues to guess uh, sporting moment on the coin this week. On one side, we've got the Bledisloe Cup, and on the other side, we've got the Calcutta Cup. Uh, two rugby things there. Uh, I will go Bledisloe. Oh, it is Bledisloe. And <laughs> for a bonus point, could you tell me who plays in the Bledisloe Cup? Is it the Aussies and the New Zealandies? Yes, it is. Well done. And the Calcutta Cup is England, Scotland. So Yeah, I know that one. Bledisloe Cup, right. Would you like to go first or second? Uh, I will. Uh... I'll go first, and then I'll guess first. Okay. Your first clue, Queen Elizabeth. Okay, so I'm guessing it isn't the first one. Uh, so did no? Is it her go her opening the Olympic ceremony with James Bond? No. Uh, your second clue, hat trick. Okay. This is a bit of a harder one this week on the clues. A bit more cryptic. Any uh, ideas? Did she did she um play bowls once and get three wins? I don't know. <laughs> uh, no. And your final clue, Jeff Hurst. Right. Okay. So, uh, was the Jeff was Jeff Hurst knighted or got a medal because his hat trick in the World Cup final? Uh. Well. Yes. Yes. You, sort of. That's not a sporting moment as such. The sporting moment was he scored a hat-trick in the World Cup final to win it for England. Um, so, yeah, you pretty much okay. got that. Uh, okay. But Queen Elizabeth presented the trophy. That's why she's ah, ah, she presented okay. the... Okay. Um, 
the Jules Romay trophy to England in 1966. 4-2, England won against Germany. And Jeff Hurst got three of them. So there you go. Oh, My turn. Thank you very much. Yes. 1947. Oh, that was a long time ago. I don't know. Yes. The Masters. The Masters in 1947. Did someone score their first hole-in-one? The first hole in one. Gonna give it to you. Oh, the, really? It was the first hole in one at the Masters. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> well what done. Final clue. Uh, the first one. Oh, well, there we go. Very nice. Proud of that. <laughs> yeah, so, technically, well that would have been 2 1 then this week. That would have been a good week yeah. for scoring points, but we don't do that anymore. <laughs> no, because we are normally rubbish. Yes. Right. Well, there we go. That was your game set of match. There'll be another one of those next week. Okay, game set a match done. It's time now for corner taking quickly. Corner taking quickly! Oh! <laughs> I went first. <laughs> yeah, go on. Okay, your first question is, in which year did England manager Gareth Southgate hit the headlines for missing an important penalty against the Germans? Christ on a bike. Uh, was it 1985? No, it was Euro 96. The semi-finals ah, of Euro right. 96, wasn't it? 1996. That's a, a well known fact. Right. So, yeah, a bit disappointed in you there. <laughs> I, right, I got a game set and match right. That, that, yep. That's my okay. limit for this week. Right. What is the Rachel Hayhoe Flint Trophy for? Is it for futsal? Is it for rugby? Or is it for cricket? I'll, I'll just say futsal because it's there. No, it's cricket. It's oh. the, it's the, it is the English Women's Domestic 50 over title. Oh, there you go. I didn't know that. Now I do. Okay. Yes. Now it is time for me to read us some funny quotes. This week it's more jokes in... <laughs> yes, now we've got some Novak Djokovic jokes. And to start us off, we've got an absolute belter. Here you go. Breaking news. The English Cricket Board announced they have appointed tennis world number one Novak Djokovic as a temporary batting coach. We acknowledge he doesn't have a background in our sport, but we couldn't overlook the fact it took two weeks for Australia to get him out. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, some more jokes then. <laughs> now we've got my, my favourite one. It's just a picture of a guy at uh, Customs and it's just got um, Roger Federer's head. <laughs> <laughs> Roger Federer is uh, helping the Aussies out there. Yeah. This one's good. You know. Novak Djokovic is the first player to be knocked out of a Grand Slam tournament after missing only two shots. <laughs> that's good. That, that's decent, that. that as, that's as, very in, good. as in two vaccine shots, if you yeah. didn't get that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this one's good. It's a picture of the, you know, in tennis, you've got the um, official review system where it's yeah. like the up close. Um, if you've got the like the outline. And then on one side of the outline, it's just got written Australia. On the other side, it's got written not Australia. <laughs> and there's the ball slowly coming in and it lands in the not Australia band a bit, but really close to the line. <laughs> that, that's good. Yeah. Um, it's um, and obviously, I, I think what we can take from this is get your vaccine, people. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, this one's good. It's... <laughs> Uh, it just says Novak Djokovic supporters take to the streets of Melbourne. It's just a massive empty street. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um, 
Right, uh, on just general Djokovic news, there are reports that the uh, he will not be allowed to play in the French Open. Uh, but however, it hasn't been confirmed, but because we're the UK and we're stupid, and apparently we don't have COVID anymore, according to Mr Boris Johnson, and he wants to have a party with Novak, we're probably going to allow him for Wimbledon. Have you seen the video of Boris dancing at a party with a lightsaber? No, I'll have to send that to you. Anyway, that's a different topic. Okay. No, <laughs> keep keep that in because Google just it, good. listeners. Google it if you have. A... Yeah. Um. Okay. Anyway, there we go. That was say what. Well, now it then it is time to move on to a segment we don't do every week, but we thought we'd bring it back for this week. It's net worth, net worth, 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 worth. Okay, net worth. We've got four net worths to guess each. Uh, you can go first. Okay. So. Colin de Grandhom. Colin de Grandhom. Okay. Okay. Kiwi. Kiwi, isn't he? Yeah. Yes. Kiwi. Um, cricketer. I'm going to say $22 million. $2 million. Oh, okay. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> now, this one is a good one. Uh, the ex-Liverpool, ex-Barcelona, and current... Aston Villa on loan player, Philippe Coutinho. Blimey. Um, No, 55.73 million. It's $60 million, so that's not bad. bad Hey, I'm I'm really good at this, apparently. Uh, Your next one is the ex-Aussie rugby player, Michael, and I'm not sure how you say his last name, but Liner. Michael Liner, okay. Um, Ex Aussie player. Ooh. Ah. I'm going to go similar to my last guess. I'm going to 23 million. 1.5. Okay. <laughs> I need to start lowering these guesses. Yeah, lower. <laughs> okay. I've gone next for the man, the myth, the legend. You might not know who he is, but he's MVP himself. His name is Michael Venom Page. Well, his name's Michael Page. Okay, you know tell tell the listeners what he does, and therefore me, while I try and think of some uh, random number. Okay, uh, Michael Page, Michael Venom Page is a MMA UFC, uh, well, he's not UFC, MMA fighter, um, fights in the Bellator, kickboxing, um, he's English, and he's, he's very well loved by the English people, um, he's very good, he's a very good fighter, I would say, MVP, Michael Venom Page. Okay. So I'm going to say 23.573 million. No, 9 million. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, your next one is the awesome Sri Lanka player, Kumar Sangakara. Ooh, Sangakara. Okay. Um, I'm going to lower it. I'm going to go 4.5 million. 21 million. <laughs> That's literally what I said last time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right, your next one then is a woman that has just recently won um, the best FIFA Women's Coach of the Year. Um, it is Emma Hayes, the Chelsea coach. Okay, so Emma Hayes. But firstly, we've got to go women's football, so lower yes. everything. Uh, five... Million, 1.5 million. Okay, but she did. Uh, uh, she, did la- she did recently win um, FIFA's best women's coach of the year, which I thought was very good. Hmm. 
He's obviously very good. I am going to throw you Ashley Barty. Ooh, okay. I don't think she is in the Australian Open. Not that I haven't seen her about. Anyway. Um, okay, Ashley Barty. We'll go with 19 million. 13. Okay, not too far away. Right, your final one. Hopefully oh, yes. you know who he is. You, you might not know who he is. Um, is Golden State Warriors legend, the three-point king. It's Steph Curry, the basketball player. And I've heard of him, uh, but big, big man in basketball. He's in actually not America. that tall. <laughs> He's about five. Uh, no, no, no. I just think I just yeah, okay, talking yeah. about fame. Big. Yeah. He's very famous. Yeah. Um, sixty-five point seven two three. No, it's one hundred and sixty. Okay, yeah. moving on then. Right, <laughs> he, um... coming up next. <laughs> no, I sorry. just thought I'd say. Um, Yes, yeah, Steph. He holds the record for uh, all-time three-pointers, which I thought was very good, very cool. Okay. And he consistently gets over thirty points a game, which is amazing, insane. Um, and I thought it was worth a mention as well. If you're interested in basketball, Golden State Warriors. Um, he plays for um, another Golden State Warriors player, very famous player, Clay Thompson, has come back from an 18-month injury um, and returned to very good form playing for them. So there you go. Thought that was worth a mention. What's Absolutely fab. You less, but now it's just time for me to bamboozle you with some facts. And it doesn't really work when Isaac isn't introducing this, but it's time for Aaron's Factual Frenzy. Right, Isaac, tell the listeners what this is. Well, Aaron's going to give us some funny sporting facts that will be interesting to one and all. And then I will uh, say which one the best. best. Yeah. Right. Before the rules were changed in 1900, prize fights lasted 100 rounds. Now it is lowered to 20 rounds as a safety precaution for the fighters. Generally, the, generally the rule is four rounds lasting two minutes each. Oh, interesting. Well, there you go. The temperature of, a, of the baseball will determine how far it will fly. A microwaved baseball will fly much further than a frozen baseball. Warmer balls weigh less and therefore can move faster with less air resistance. <laughs> that is quite funny. Imagine uh, playing baseball with a frozen baseball. Right. Um, or a no, microwave I, baseball. I, I, I can just imagine the ref saying, next pitch, and, 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 then, the, and then the pitcher just going... Wait, wait for a couple of minutes, Mike. It's not ready yet. It's in the microwave. <laughs> yeah, not ready yet. Two more minutes, mate. Carry on. Uh, Pittsburgh is the only American city with three sport teams that uses the same colours. All three major sports teams from the city all make use of colours black and yellow. These colours are based on the one of William Pitt's coat of arms. Well, there you go. I didn't know that. Um, I, think, I think we're going to go with microwave balls. Yes, microwaved and frozen uh, baseballs are are your uh, the best fact of the week. Okay, so remember, whenever you're asking a pub quiz, how what's the longest time ever waited? And no, hold on, I mean, if you ever asked in a pub quiz, the temperature of a baseball and flight explain the relationship. You can tell them if if you stick it in the microwave, it will go further. Well, there you go. Reason. Okay, well, that was Aaron's Factual Frenzy. There'll be more of that and say what next week. But now it's time to move on to Corner Taken Quickly. Oh, no! What's now? Okay, your question is, 
Modern pentathlon involves running, shooting, and horse riding. Which other two sports are featured? Oh, is it is is one hurdles? No. Ah, sorry. Um, is one running? No, because that was already mentioned. Five sports: okay. pentathlon, modern pentathlon, running, shooting, um, and horse riding. And your other two are archery. No. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Any more ideas? No? Uh, ten, no, not tennis. Uh, marathon, swimming. No. Yes. Swimming is one of them. Yeah, I don't know anything. Your other one's fencing. Okay, Running, okay. swimming, fencing, horse riding, and shooting. I thought you maybe oh. would remember that from the Olympics. I remember it quite well. Uh, watching a bit of modern pentathlon, we won gold. For the woman, especially. I do, I do, I do wonder what the ancient pentathlon is. <laughs> yeah, which is normal pentathlon, just run, yeah. just just keep running right. five times. <laughs> I think. What's now? What is it? Time for? It's time for guess now. the score. Okay, let's uh, okay. let's go over last week's guesses. Wolverhampton and Southampton at Molyneux. I guess two one to Saints. I guess two 0 to Wolves. It was three one to Wolves. Aston Villa. <coughs> <coughs> Pardon me. Aston Villa and Manchester United. Isaac guessed 2 0 to Villa. I guessed 2 1 to Villa. It was 2 2. And can I just say, what a Villa, game? Yeah, what, what a game. And Villa, well, they're on another planet. No, Philippe Coutinho's on another planet. Okay, Philippe Coutinho is on another planet. Aston Villa are just on the same rocket. I saw I saw a thing when he when Coutinho came on for the last ten minutes. <laughs> I saw this. Coutinho has outperformed Sancho's prem career in ten minutes. <laughs> he got a goal oh, and assist no! in a goal and an assist in ten minutes, and Sancho's only got one goal for United in the, the time he's been with them, which has been a while yeah. now. Uh, Liverpool and Brentford, three-one. Uh, Isaac said uh, to Liverpool, and I said three-two to Liverpool. It was three-nil to Liverpool. Way. Yay. Uh, Tottenham and Arsenal was postponed. We both guessed a 1-0 to Arsenal. Uh, Brentford and Manchester United once more. Uh, Isaac guessed 1-0 to United. I guessed 2-1 to United. It was 3-1 to United. Way. Now, in Premier Rugby news, you'll remember that we took about seven takes to last week to tell you that London Irish were facing Edinburgh. Well, the or the listeners won't remember that because they didn't hear it. <laughs> well, no, because you edited it out when it was possibly the funniest thing we've ever done. <laughs> yeah. However, full time, Irish did it! Yes, boys! Yeah, London Irish did another thing. Uh, won a game against Edinburgh, which I said was going to be tough, and it was. You won 21-20, so a very close yeah. game there. Uh, Bristol won as well, I'm, um, and that was good. So, <laughs> okay. No, uh, Bristol beats Stade Francais. Uh, it was 28-17 in the end. So, yeah, good stuff. Okay, well, let's start this week's guesses off at Old Trafford for Manchester United versus the West Ham's. Um, well, Man United are actually sort of, well, vaguely picking up form, uh, beating Brentford, Villa recently, and Burnley. Drawing with Newcastle and uh, Villa, Villa, but then losing to Wolves. So, however, West yeah. Ham beating Watford, Palace, Leeds, and Norwich, uh, and then losing to Leeds um, and Southampton recently. But both both on good form. Man United sitting in seventh, West Ham up in fourth. 
Uh, I, I am going to say a West Ham win, and it's going to be 2-1 to West Ham. I've gone for the exact same, because quite frankly, uh, if we can't... Man, 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 you are just in the pan right now. I mean, it's not yes. good. Um, okay, let's head over to St Mary's, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, and Mary's uh, for Southampton and Man City. Now, the real question here is how much of a drubbing will this be? Well, I don't know. But before we do, I would like to mention last week's game. Saints played Wolves. They lost 3-1, which was a shame. However, uh, the goal of the season was scored. And it was by James Ward-Prowse. Yes, yes, I saw um, this. It was interesting. Insane. He scored one of the best free kicks I've ever seen. Knuckleball over the corner, did a bit of a wiggle into the top corner. Keeper had no chance. Miles out. Absolute legend. Fabulous. Yeah. Right. Um, it does go to show my theory on Wolves being everyone's bogey team yeah. coming through, especially at Molyneux. Well, however, Saints are on good form. They beat uh, West Ham, Swansea, Brentford recently, drawing with Palace and Spurs. Um, obviously, then losing to Wolves recently. But <laughs> obviously, City are 6-6. Six six. Uh, beating Chelsea 1-0, Swindon 4-1, Arsenal 2-1, Brentford 1-0, Leicester 6-3, Newcastle 4-0. So, yeah, when they win, they win big pretty much, um, apart from Chelsea. But uh, I will, obviously, I'm going to have to go City win. I'm going to go 2-1. No, 2-0 City, 2-0. Okay, I'm going 5-1 City uh, because oh, wow. it's going to be a drubbing, but Saints will score one because um, pick pick the uh, most unprofessional Manchester City defender. I don't know. Uh, Laporte? Okay, Laporte is going to foul James Ward-Prowse in the penalty box. No, it'll be a free That's kick and James Ward-Prowse will free, score a free kick. What? Okay, <laughs> basically... A City defender going to foul Saints player near the goal. James Ward-Prowse gets into the goal from the set piece because he's James Ward-Prowse. That's normally what happens, yeah. Man City and 5-1 there, right. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) let's head over to Selhurst Park for the Crystal Palace versus Liverpool uh, on Sunday. Now, Crystal Palace, they're still a bit of a quiet team at the moment. They're in 11th place. Yeah, yeah, you don't hear much about them, do you? No. They lost to Spurs and West Ham recently, but then they've beaten Millwall in the uh, FA Cup, beat Norwich, drew with Saints, just a quiet draw with Brighton the other week. You know, there's not, not much going on. Liverpool, however, beating Brentford and beating Shrewsbury, but we've drawn with Arsenal, Chelsea and Leicester recently and lose, lose to Leicester. So, I mean, it's obviously going to be a Liverpool win. It's going to be 4-0. 4-0? Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought, I would, yeah, I'm right. I'm undecided on this because Crystal Palace have had a quiet time of it recently, as we have just said. Liverpool should win, but I don't think they will. I think 2-1 Crystal Palace. Uh, I, I must say, whenever we play Palace away, it is Palace normally win, <laughs> especially at Southampton Park. It's normally a Palace win. Um, I thought well, something that's worth a mention, actually. Uh, the Liverpool women are playing the Crystal Palace woman. So it's... Uh, uh, Liverpool okay. Palace for both the men and the women. Um, and weirdly enough, Palace are home in the women's team as well. They play at Hayes Lane or wherever that is. So it's literally the same. Yeah, the same kickoff time as well. So it'd be like. Oh, the that's fantastic. Yeah, that'll be good fun. Um, well, there we go. Uh, anywhere else you want to go? Uh, let's let's go to the bridge of Stamford and go Chelsea Tottenham. That's a Probably. good idea. 
Chelsea uh, versus Tottenham. Obviously, Spurs missed out on the North London derby last week against Arsenal. Chelsea lost 1-0 to City in the end. It was unlucky. Kevin De Bruyne just seems to shoot from wherever he wants and it goes in. That's just the way it works. Um, they drew with Brighton as well, Chelsea, in the week. Um, so they are dropping points left, right and centre, which I guess is good for Liverpool, but it's not good for the chase on City. City, 11 points clear at the top now. Um, but as of Spurs... They, obviously, apart from uh, the Arsenal game, they've beaten Leicester, they've beaten Morecambe, they've beaten Watford, but then lost to Chelsea twice. So I'm going to go, because Spurs at the moment are fifth and Chelsea are third, but I'm going to go 2-2. Okay, 2-2. And something I think worth a mention. So Spurs played Leicester uh, yesterday, it was yesterday uh, evening. And um, it was it was one all for most of the game. Then James Madison scored in the seventy sixth minute for Leicester. It was two one, and then in the ninety fifth minute, Stephen yeah. Bergwin Stephen Bergwin scored a ninety yeah. fifth minute equaliser, and in the ninety seventh minute Stephen Bergwin scored a winner, a ninety seventh minute winner. So it was a ninety fifth minute equaliser, and then a ninety seventh minute winner by the same guy. Like, <laughs> what's going on? How many yeah, stoppage I think time what's was going there? on is what I call favoritism. Well, I don't, I don't know about that, but yeah, this guy like he hardly ever plays for Spurs, Bergwijn, and he's just scored two late goals to win them the game. It's kind of crazy, but okay, there you go. That was your football. We'll move over to the rugby action. It's more European action this week, uh, kicking off with Harlequins on Friday. Um, they should win that. They play Castre. Uh, Bristol play the Scarlets in Wales, the Parky Scarlets. Um, that should be an interesting game. It should be an interesting game. I hope Bristol do win that. Swansea Stadium. Uh, Swansea, no, because Swansea playing Swansea.com Stadium. Oh, okay. And Scarlets play at the Parky Scarlets. So there you go. Oh, okay. Um, and in the that was the Heineken Champions Cup in the European Challenge Cup, the London Irish. You'll never yeah. guess what they play What's Saracens. Wrong? Oh God, no! <laughs> Didn't we go quite well against them in the prem? Yes, you did. I think you was either one point in it or you beat them. So, yeah, it was a very yeah. good game. So, so this is Europe, I'm so anything interested. can happen. This is the European yeah. Challenge Cup. My, um, my hopes aren't dead however, yet. Saracens are on extremely good form at the moment. So, do yeah, it's doable. Any, it's very doable. Do, 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 how many England players do they have? Well, it depends what they. It depends who they're playing. If they're playing London Irish in the European Challenge Cup. They'll probably have a few. Um, okay. But yeah, they're a good team, Saracens. But London Irish are proving to be as well in the um, in the champion in the Premiership. London Irish sit in seventh, Bristol down in eleventh. Um, but you know, it's all to change. We've played twelve games out of the twenty-four-ish. Yeah, um, I don't know if the listeners heard this, but I'm very excited for uh, whenever Bristol come up against London Irish because you yourself proclaimed last week during our many takes that if London Irish beat Bristol, London Irish will win the league. I don't remember saying that. <laughs> you did. Okay, I'm sure I don't remember. I don't remember. Do you, know? you go back and check, but I've deleted it, so I don't remember saying it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know you have. I know you're deleting it. Come on. Um, oh, I actually sorry. don't remember saying that. But anyway, well, there you go. That that was your action. There'll be plenty more, um, especially uh, there's plenty more action over the weekend, especially football, rugby, and obviously the, all the tennis will carry on. 
Uh, Aaron. What? Oh, a quick thing, quick thing. What woman's ashes uh, England have picked up in the same way that men left off by losing the first T20 uh, by nine wickets to Australia. Well, that is a shame, but, yeah. but there'll be more of that to come as well. So, yes. And what have we learned this week? This week we have learned that if you microwave your balls, they're going to fly further. And that Isaac is, well, thinks London Irish is going to win the league. Go on, Liverpool. Liverpool, Arsenal, Carabao Cup, <laughs> second leg this evening. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's got to be, be a winner. Difficult Rigi winner. I'm calling it right now. Or um, or penalties. I'd like to see penalties. I wouldn't because it's too stressful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Well, thank you very much for listening to our 40th episode. We've been going that long. Thank you very much for listening, ladies. London, we'll be back with you Irish. next week. London Irish. London I'll just shut our up. Bye. <laughs> Bye. What's the score with Aaron and Isaac?